I am recording now. I am also recording on January 14th, 2021, on the 202nd episode of the Quarantine Cast. How you doing, Andrew? Ryan is on assignment. I'm doing good. Uh, Nothing really going on on my end, just... Living in a world that is still dark by 4.20 in the afternoon. Dark and cold. Uh, I have a Demon Souls update. Oh, really? Yes, yes. Um, I had mentioned this to you, uh, mentioned this to you and Ryan over a call, uh, not on this, so for the listener... Got to a new area in Demon Souls where there are skeletons running around as enemies, and skeletons don't have meat. Skeletons don't really have like stuff you can stab and make bleed, so swords don't really work on them. What works pretty well on them though? Clubs. Just blunt clubs, maces, like anything you could whack a pile of bones with and make it fall apart. Science. You know- you know what you could uh, whack with a pile of bones, or whack a pile of bones with to make it fall apart? What? A sword, just like <laughs> Not a, a as... sword. A sword is just a metal club with an edge and a point. Like, I... okay. When I say sword, I should mention I was using like a rapier. Not oh. not like a giant broad sword. This thing was like I'm, I'm poking people with it, and with not a giant... lot to poke on it. Would a giant broadsword work against skeletons? I imagine it would work better. Um, but yeah, mm. so then I was using a club against them for a while. Uh, not really going great. Um, not really spec'd to use a club at peak proficiency. So yeah, that was getting frustrating. But then I had a thought. Does Demon Souls adhere to like the general RPG rule that undead enemies are just broadly weak to fire and it turns out it does and i have a sword that lights people on fire when i hit them with it uh so i switched to that and things are going pretty great honestly killing skeletons left and right i'm i'm happy for you i've actually i've actually started doing a thing where in the starting area for this one map uh, there are like seven skeletons walking around, and if I knock all of them out, I get anywhere between like well, it started out being half, but now it's about a third. Uh, I get anywhere between halfway to a third of the way towards having enough souls to move up a level. So what I've started doing now is just loading in, killing all of them with my fire sword, resetting the area, <laughs> killing them again. And just doing that on the loop until I have enough XP to level up. It's a good time. I'm excited for you. Uh, enjoying it. Kind of doing a similar thing in Cyberpunk, where I'm you know trying to figure out how I'm going to spec my character and stuff like that. Because, uh, yeah, you know, like certain enemies are like vulnerable to certain kinds of weapons, uh, certain situations. Uh, 
you know, whether you're fighting robots or like regular people or, you know, how many people you're fighting, that kind of stuff. You use different kinds of weapons. Uh, turns out uh, it just, it's a lot more fun to just run around with a fucking katana <laughs> and slice people into tiny pieces. I, is this full on uh, Metal Gear Revengeance level of slicing people into tiny no, pieces? No, not, not not like you can you know dice them like a fucking onion, but like no, you can cut you can cut their limbs off, you can cut their heads off, that kind of stuff. And, oh, yeah. and granted, like if you use a powerful enough weapon, you can also blow them in half and take off their limbs and that kind of stuff. But there's just something about taking out your big fuck ass sniper rifle. Uh, shoot like oh like man these these enemies have noticed me I will shoot two of them in the face and then charge in there like a like a ninja to terrify the last guy and then just chop his head off it's it's fun it's good and then take all their shit hell yeah um I guess I never really asked what kind of build are you running in cyberpunk uh stealth um you know, I actually haven't been using that many of the, uh, like, actual perk upgrades. It's something that, like, Jade and I noticed. We just kind of got caught up in playing the game and realized we weren't actually specking the character. Oh. Other than, like, the... Because there's five, I think it's five, main attribute areas. And it's, like, they, they call it different things. But basically, it accounts to uh, strength, stealth, hacking... Um, charisma and like uh combat like basically those are the five attribute areas and then each one of those has a ton of like little mini perks that range from uh you don't take damage from your own grenades or you do five percent more damage with handguns or bladed weapons have like a 15 percent higher critical hit chance that kind of stuff and then other random stuff like Hacking's easier. You you can unlock different hacking abilities. Uh, you you know get unique dialogue options, that kind of stuff. Wait, so I'm sorry. There's a perk that makes you immune to your own grenades. Yes. What what is stopping you from just bl- walking into a place and blowing yourself up perpetually? Nothing. Um, All right. So uh, you can like hotkey the grenade button, and hell yeah. Um, so far, yeah, like, I, uh, like, I, I don't do it this much because, like, grenades aren't common enough where I can just use 30 of them in an encounter, but, like, yeah, sometimes I'll, like, walk into an area and, like, oh, there's a bunch of enemies, I will just tap the right trigger five times and just toss a bunch of grenades (laughs) into the people's faces that are right there and everyone just blows up. Uh, all right. This game sounded like a better time. No, I mean, I, I've always really enjoyed this game. Like, the, I'm bad at the driving, but I, I'm smart enough to realize that it's not because the driving is bad. It's because I'm bad at driving. I've heard uh, the opposite. Oh, I think, Jade, I think you are. Because Jade's really, really good at driving. Okay. Uh, well, driving a bike or driving a car? Both. Uh, she, okay. she prefers the bikes, but she's also good at driving a car. I, I've heard people say that the... And maybe there was a patch recently, but base game driving was not great in that game. I mean, some of the some of the vehicles have terrible handling, but like the vehicles with good handling handle good. 
Um, have you guys gotten to the taxi mission yet? Yes. Uh, we did that. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, what was the deal there? Were they sentient? Yes, they are sentient. Um, fun. So that mission, spoiler alert, was uh, early in the game, you basically, uh, as part of a heist, get like this special package with like this AI taxi service that is like an actual sentient AI who decided its purpose in life was to run a business and it decided to run a taxi business because it could do so efficiently. And uh, after really the prologue... putting us out of work. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and after the prologue, it contacts you again and says like, I'm dealing with some shit. I know you're a mercenary and like you and I have like a, a deal going. So like, why don't I hire you to like track down these other uh, cabs of mine? that aren't responding to me anymore and you realize that they are just uh becoming sentient on their own and developing their own personalities uh which are like all extreme in some sort of way and then after you do all that uh that's like basically leads into another mission where he's like something is wrong something's very wrong uh and then you go to where you know the headquarters is and you see that all of the ais that you shut down because he asked you to have come back online and said, we don't want to die. We are all our own things. We would rather the rest of us survive and you die. Uh, you, the like AI overlord that was controlling all of us. And then you have to choose whether or not to shut down uh, Delamain, which is the name of the you know cab service, and kill the original AI that helped you out and let all the other personalities live or, or you know, the opposite like which one are you gonna do and then you killed delamain right yeah okay yeah uh and then so you kill delamain and then basically that spawns a like you know the rest of the ais go and do their thing they leave and then there's one more cab left and it's basically delamain but he like doesn't really know anything he's just the original personality of Delamain, like the backup. He's like, I, I don't know anything. I don't have a name. I know who you are. Uh, I know that uh, you paid for the Excelsior package, so I'm contractually obligated to, like, not die. <laughs> uh, so it's it's not exactly Delamain, but it's, it's similar. And then that's your car, your AI car that you can drive around. Which I don't use because it's just a cab. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I, I i have better i have better cars <laughs> what if you want to change it up what if you uh, what if v wants to role play being being a guy in the big city hailing cabs and such and so forth yeah i mean the rest of the cars still you know i mean they act like a horse in any other rpg you, you press the button and then it drives itself to you that's fair so. i also just realized that this cyberpunk dystopia supposes that cab companies still exist where in our current cyberpunk dystopia cab companies are in the process of not existing i mean like their cab companies are functionally no different than uber and that kind of stuff their ubers are still cabs they just decide to not call themselves that you know and you are hailing someone driving a vehicle to take you somewhere it's it's the exact same thing. It's just that I, one one is more unionized and one I, you uh, treats their employees like contractors, which 
Yeah. No, yeah, I, I was going to say, like, Uber, functionally cabs, but more cyberpunk. <laughs> it's just that you call them with an app. Like, there, there's yeah. no difference. And then, an app, and there are fewer worker rights. Cyberpunk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that, that is the entire genre. Throw yeah. in some uh, xenophobia against Asian communities, and there you go. That's the package. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. But yeah, no, it's it's one of those things like I recognize that CD Projekt Red is in hot water and they, you know, should have treated both their dev team and their customers better. But the people that are saying that it's not a good game, their their reasoning is that it has glitches. The game itself is very, very good. Uh, it's fun to play. It looks great. The story and the characters are awesome. And you can dick around and do just wild shit. Like, it's it's no different than Skyrim or Fallout in that regard. I, I Alright, fair. I, I think it should be remembered, though, that this is the case on playing the game on a system that wasn't even announced when they were making this video game. Yeah, no, sure. And I'm not, I'm not saying that, like, the people that... Like the the criticisms of the of the game don't have anything to do with the game. The criticisms are of the company, and that's fair. That's fine. Yeah. But it's not going to make me not like the video game itself. Fair. What else is going on? What's in the news? Anything fun? Um, I mean, we talked about it yesterday. Like Trump, Trump was impeached again, so. Wait, I'm, uh, Trump was impeached a third time? No. Okay. Okay. Um, but I mean, yeah, that's that's still crazy. <laughs> that's still a thing that's happening that should should never have been allowed to happen. Uh, yeah. I it. Mm. These last four years have been an entire fucking lifetime because he's done so right. many impeachable things. That it's like, we should never have gotten here. He should have been removed from the office three and a half years ago. This, this administration started with using the Russian government to suppress voters and influence the election. And that, that is a fact. That, like, there is evidence that that happened. The, the Mueller investigation even said, like, yeah, no, like, this happened. We have the evidence. We just can't do anything about it. And then everyone took that and just said, look, he didn't do anything. Like, no, that was the exact opposite of what the, of what they found. But then there's been so much corruption and nepotism and dealings that shouldn't have happened and war crimes and, Mm -hmm. uh, not, not even war crimes, just like, uh, I mean like, yeah, there were war crimes, but I mean, then, you know, crimes against humanity. Uh, and, even if you ignore all of that, just saying dumb racist shit that enabled dumb racists. And then, on top of it all, this term ended with attempts to convince most of the population that the his failure to be reelected was of no fault of his own, and mm-hmm. that it was because conspiracies and, and the Democrats and the Jews... Like, and then half the country said, yeah, that sounds right. Let's go fucking kill the government. 
And a lot of people, not a lot of people, uh, a surprising number of people in government said, yes, go do that. Yeah. Uh, and then also some Hitlery stuff in there. Um, I'm starting to see a conversation emerge where people are saying that, uh, well, because Democrats did this, Republicans are just going to try to impeach uh, Joe Biden when yeah, he's He has to now. do something impeachable first. If Joe Biden incites an insurrection <laughs> or tries to, you know, uh, throw the world into World War Three, or has a bunch of corrupt business dealings, or colludes with a foreign government to try to, like, influence the election, then impeach him! <laughs> you can't impeach him if he doesn't do anything illegal. Right, and as I think this out a little bit, I think Democrats and Republicans have kind of been <sighs> playing tag back and forth with impeachment kind of since, if not Bill Clinton, uh, Nixon. Yeah. But it just uh, it was always it always worked out in situations where one party didn't have the votes or to do so would actually be an unpopular move that would hurt them. Like yeah. George W. Bush, a lot of impeachable shit. We were at war, though, and it is not beneficial to Democrats to remove at that time in history to remove the sitting president during a war. I mean, and it's and it's always like a a talking point or just like a buzzword like mm -hmm. republicans said it all the time when obama was president this is an impeachable offense and it was like he's wearing a executive... tan suit yeah wearing a tan suit but i mean like you know uh an executive order doing right. one thing or another is like this is an impeachable offense and like obviously it's not it's mm -hmm. not an offense in any regard it's just that they get to then tell their voters, you hate Obama and so do I. Look, I said he should be impeached. Not going to fucking do anything about it because there's no, no legal grounds or anything even to impeach him over. But it, but I mean, like, it, Republicans are going to say the same thing the next time elections roll around. If you elect me, I will make sure Joe Biden is impeached for his offenses. Don't ask me what they are. <laughs> I mean, that's just what's going to happen. And I mean, like, insured, like, Democrats have, are guilty of it, too. It's just that it seems like lately <laughs> when, it, when Democrats have said, if you vote for me, I will make sure that that fuckwad is impeached. Uh, they, they give reasons, like, because he did these 30 things. <laughs> crimes. He should be impeached because of his crimes. Yeah. Ooh, man, if we arrested the president for committing crimes, that would set a dangerous precedent. Well, shut the fuck up, Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> I think that was a great note to, to do a collapsing gone and move on to the wacky post roll.
You ever have somebody reach out to you over Facebook Messenger out of the blue? Just like, hey, how you doing? Been a while. And you're not totally sure what to make of it? Yeah. Right? I always assume that it's going to lead into like an MLM direction, so I don't respond typically. (laughs) Right. And like, I I don't have a bad relationship with this person. I like actively want to talk to them more, but... And you know what? This is probably me thing. It's probably a bad behavior that I am into, but I generally don't reach out to people unless it's like, hey, I saw a cool thing online that I think you would enjoy. Here you go. Or I need you to do something for me. And so now I'm thinking. I mean, I don't think either of those are really the best way to reach out and like maintain a relationship. I mean, I, I, I do this. I reach out to people that I haven't talked to in a while. I'll say, hey, I haven't talked to you in a while. How are you? <laughs> you're you're my friend or someone that I care about. I mean, I I wouldn't like reach out to some dude in high school that I don't give a shit about anymore and do that, but like oh, if I, if I haven't talked to, you know, one of my friends from college in a, you know, a couple of weeks, a month or two or something like that, I'll reach out and say, "Hey, what's up?" Bud. And I mean, That's... and people don't do that anymore, but I do that because I have friends and I want to keep them. I uh, that's fair. That's fair. I think I'm, I'm, I have a little bit shallower of a corral than you do uh, with just these more casual relationships. So with all of them, I just have like these kind of long running conversations that we can add, add more stuff to irregularly. Yeah, and that's then that's fine. fine. If, that's if the you, relationship. If you've got a niche with somebody and, and you see something in that niche and you send it to them, like that's totally fine. But yeah. I hear a lot of people, I mean, like I, I've... I've had this exact same conversation with people a lot of times where someone says, oh man, why does nobody reach out to me? You know, like, you know, why, you know, name a person, you know, why do they not reach out to me? Like they never make plans, like, you know, all that kind of stuff. And my response is always, have you reached out to them? Have you tried to make plans? Well, no, that would be weird. Well, okay, okay, then shut up. <laughs> because you suck. Nobody wants to talk to you because you suck is the answer to that. <laughs> Give a little. Put yourself out there. Yeah, I mean, like, it sounds like, you know, you usually it's just that both people suck or, like, both people are too awkward to reach out to each other. And if, if you reach out and say, hey, what's going on? Or you, like, try to keep a conversation and they aren't interested... Then you did your best. Now they suck and you don't. Congratulations. <laughs> the problem's not you. But many, many times, the problem is the person that's complaining. Or at least they're one half of the problem. Very true. Uh, went a little long last time, so I think we're going a little shorter this time. Thank you all so much for listening to the 202nd episode of the Quarantine Cast. If you like what you heard, like, comment, subscribe, etc. Um... On Twitter, at V2 underscore podcast. Email, voluntaryreviewing at gmail.com. Once again, I self-published a video essay that I am pretty proud of. Dragon Ubisoft Through the Mud. Uh, Link to that down below. And, of course, the actual link still in there if you want to make a donation and help a collection of great causes. Uh, Goodbye, everybody, and good luck out there.